talk. Derek Miley, cause sexuality is tough. And okay, sexist isn't good enough. No, sex talk with Derek Miley. Hey, folks, welcome to Sex Talk with Erica Miley. Erica Miley here. Um, I'm blushing a bit because I, I'm a fan of this person that I have brought to you. <laughs> I have Ashley Cobb, who is a sexpert, a blogger, and probably has one of my favorite Instagrams on the internet. I'm just saying. That's, that's yeah. I'll, I'll gush. I'm going to gas you up a bit. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for being on the show. We're going to talk blowjobs. Mm. <laughs> That's the best response. Everybody loves blowjobs. Blowjobs is a thing where either you like it or you don't, or you hate it. It's like a, it's, it's kind of like no gray area for the most part. You can like, ah, you know, or you like, eh. Or you like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, that's, I posted this thing on Instagram the other day. It was, I do Sex in the City Sundays. So I'll try to do like a clip of Sex in the City and we talk about it. Or I'll like do like a little feel about it. And so the clip I posted Sunday was about blowjobs. And I was like, no, you have you have Charlotte who's like, oh my God, I don't do that. And then you have, of course, you have Samantha who is like, oh, they're all the rave. And then you have like, <laughs> like the in-between people with Carrie and Miranda and Carrie's like, oh, no, I do it because, you know, um, you know, I kind of like it. And then Miranda's like, well, yeah, I do it to, to, for it to be done to me. So you have like, I told, I told people in that little spiel that there's you, people usually fall in one of the four categories. You're either going to be a Samantha, a, a Carrie, a Miranda, or you're going to be a Charlotte. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I will out myself. I am quickly a Samantha. Like, that, I am qu- quickly a Samantha. Do you know, like, do you identify with one or more? Yes, and this is going to sound really probably shocking. I'm probably more of a Carrie Miranda type person. I don't dislike it. I, of course, I teach classes, so I like it. But, like, if I met someone and they were like, you know, I really don't like blowjobs, I will be okay with not doing them. I can see that. I've, and I hear that from my folks. I hear that from my clients. I hear that from, especially like a lot of my girlfriends who are, who, when we have these conversations, some of them, they make those noises that you just like replayed for us. Like some of them are like, yeah, I'm on board. And then I don't know about all that. There's the smell. I don't know. You've been doing courses on, on how to give blowjobs. And so I was like, this is, this is something we need this how to on this show. We need a good how to to where is a good place to start i mean we're talking audio here people so if you want to take the video course ashley actually shows you how to do this and has a toy i feel like it was a pink dildo when i saw the video and pink dude his name is leroy i call him leroy yes (laughs) yes love when sex toys have names it's so great <laughs> so what's step one what's what what do you think is like the first first thing to think about when you are going to give a blowjob you have to be in the right headspace so like i think the fir- very first thing people have to do is be enthusiastic mm. about it, right so you like need to like even if you're not enthusiastic you're like oh i'm just gonna do this to get over but you have to like at like you're at least enjoying it so like you know you, you could do that by you know eye contact creating like the sound like the moans or whatever but let him know like okay she's 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 into it she at least wants to do this she's not doing like it's a chore because no one wants to be like feel like you're just doing this so you know you can move on to the next thing that's not that's, that's no fun to 
Beautifully put. This is something that I run into with my couples, regardless of their gender identity is they can tell, like if somebody thinks that this is a job, then I'm just checking a box. Your partner can tell. Mm-hmm. They can. When you're thinking about enthusiastic, like we're talking sounds, we're talking about motion. And here's the thing. We don't have to be game for everything. Kind of like you already said, like in the beginning of what we, when we were talking about like which sex in the city character we are. You don't have, if this blowjobs are not your thing, you know, see, see me next week. Y'all can listen to the next episode of the podcast. You don't have to be down for blowjobs, but just like any kind of pleasure, being able to, for your partner to see that you are ha- experiencing pleasure is a turn on right. for everybody. Right, 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 right. And then a lot of people feel, women feel like, well, they don't get anything out of it. Like, eh, well, I'm not doing it. I'm not really getting anything. But you can, like, you know, make it pleasurable for the both of you guys. You can, like, you know, do position 69 where we're both, you know, experiencing. Or, like, you can use, like, vibrators and stuff on yourself while you're doing Or he can use a vibrator on you while you're whatever. So, like, there is ways to incorporate pleasure for both of you guys in the midst of the act. We can be enthusiastic and game, right? Like, I I think that something that we've, just because something may not be super pleasurable to us, watching our partner get pleasure can be really satisfying and provide that connection that even if it is, say it's just a hookup, say it's somebody you just want to have sex with once, you can still enjoy watching someone experience pleasure. Right. I agree. So what's step number two? I mean, I feel like maybe pre-step is everybody getting clean, right? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, but you'd be surprised. Like, I, I found people who like to do oral sex, like, you know, they, they may be attracted to, like, you know, their partner who's come from a gym or something. Or mm, like that. Yes. So it kind of depends on, on what your preference is. Some people may like sweaty. So I would say after enthusiasm would be hands. I think people, when they think of blowjobs, they just think of using your mouth only. And I tell people all the time, your hands, using your hands can save your mouth and save you time, right? Because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's a long time or, you know, I got, I'm you know, locked up, my mouth's tired. Well, if you incorporate hand movement into blowjobs too while you're doing it, it can, it can go by faster and give your mouth a rest so you don't have to be like, you know, on it for 10 hours. This is a wonderful point. I I do think you're right when it comes to what people imagine they're supposed to be doing, supposed to be in quotation marks for those who can't see us, (laughs) that that I'm supposed to use my mouth the entire time while we're going through this, when in reality, using your hands provides lots of different texture. You can change pressure. You can do lots of things and be more creative. Right. I think my first recollection of like what head was and how it's supposed to look was kind of like through porn like probably most people think you know you watch porn and you see stuff like oh well she's doing this you know or she's you know deep throating or what it looks like deep throating and she's all the way down like okay so I'm supposed to do that too but what we don't realize is you no know, porn is theatric like it's your acting performance that's right right it's not it's not real life sex you know for some people maybe but for most of us that's not you know we're not doing all that uh, <laughs> and, and, and and there's so much work in, in that performance. There's so many things that they're doing to make sure that they can accomplish those things. When it comes to real life blowjobs, like you don't have to do all that. 
No, you don't. And I tell people all the time, like, in my class, I get a lot of questions about, oh, how do you do, like, deep throating? And I tell them, I'm like, you know, deep throating is, I guess, like, an ego thing. Like, the man wants to know if you can, like, you know, have to his whole penis in your mouth. But it's not, it's so not necessary because most of the, the nerve endings in the penis are near the head. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, y'all, did you hear that? She just gave you a biology lesson real quick. The nerve endings are in the head of the penis. <laughs> most, not, most, of the, the, most of the nerve endings in the penis are in the head. Like, that's where they, that's where they live. You know, you, of course, you have, like, the balls and all that. But so, like, if most of the nerve endings are in the head, like, so why are we doing all this extra stuff? Like, you can literally just focus on, you know, the head area and... You know, <laughs> have a good time. And, yeah. Have a good time. I'm going to use a big word here real quick. The other part that's really great near the head of the penis is called the frangulum. And it is right underneath the head of the penis. And so you can have a good old time with texture and temperature and be, and we're not even just talking about, you can play with tempo. Like, I mean, turn on some Lizzo with Missy Elliott and get into some tempo. <laughs> I, can't, I mean, I can't, I can't tell, tell my folks enough, my clients enough, my, all of the people out there listening, you can be creative and then ask your partner how it feels, how it's going. Would that maybe be number three? Check in with your partner? Yes. So like I feel one of my steps is like also, you know, learn your partner's like rhythm and what and their triggers. So how do we do that? We have to communicate. We have to ask. A lot of people don't want to ask. Asking and communication can save you a lot of time because it saves you with the guesswork. If I know that you like, you know, let's say, let's say, for example, my partner likes his, his head sucked four times, you know, and every, and four, four times it. Like, you know, I ain't got to do much. I already know. Okay, I do these four times and that's it. Like, you know, that's, that's what he told me he liked. But save out the guesswork. Just ask, you know. And then, like, I always tell people to do, like, a sexual, like, assessment or something after the fact. I think you should do that anyway at every, like, so often, you know, if you're sleeping with the same person, like, for, like, after every 90 days or however you want to do it. Just to ask, okay, so how do you like what I'm doing, my performance, blah, blah. And, you know, they'll tell you, you know, yes, or, you know, I, I do, but I wish you could do this like this, or I wish you would do more of that. You know, and that that helps you again. You got the guesswork, and you kind of we focus on this. So yeah, you were bringing up something that I think is so needed and necessary for all of our sexual interactions. The BDSM community talks about debriefing, right? They talk about like the being able to have a conversation after after any kind of sexual activity has happened, or maybe a scene has happened in BDSM, and like breaking down what went well, what didn't go well, what was funny, what was uncomfortable, maybe trying something different, trying different textures. Another thing that you can ask your partner is, how do they masturbate? How do they touch their own penis? How do they do that? Because you that gives you that roadmap and saves you so much time, like you just said. Mm-hmm. It saves you time. You know, you know exactly like if they go hard or they like respite like soft strokes or slow strokes. You kind of you you're a mimic what they're doing basically. So like, okay, cool. That's how that works. And I think something that people will often take from porn, and it's not necessarily the intention of porn, but people take this from porn, is that, oh, it has to go this way 
When in reality, the physical body is different for every single penis haver, every single person who wants to play with a penis. Our bodies are all a little different, same parts, different configurations, but we're all a little different. So what you see in porn or what you see in like what you've seen maybe with a previous partner isn't necessarily what's going to work with your current penis haver. <laughs> right. It's not all um, one size fits all. So like everybody's different. So you have to, and I tell people this too, like, and, and I had learned this too, that, you know, okay, so the last two people, they liked this. Well, this, this particular technique and this person's like, oh, I don't like it. I'm like, well, the last people liked it. Well, you have to realize that everybody's different. No knocks to you or not saying that you're not good at what you're doing. It's just everyone's different. And so you have to learn what pleases or what turns the, the current person that you, that you're dealing with on and do that. Yes, absolutely. We're not these like little bodies all identically made in a factory somewhere. <laughs> We're all born with different, a little bit different sensitivity and different nerve endings. It, all, all vulvas have a little bit different configuration of sensitivity. Penises are the same. Same way. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's think of number four. We've already talked about tempo. We've talked about being able to be flexible, asking questions. Like, what about lubricant? What do you think about lubricant and using lubricant in blowjobs? Lubricant is a must, I believe, because it helps you, especially, especially if you're using your hands, but it helps you to slide over the penis better and it creates more of a, like, better flow. And you can go kind of fast or whatever. So lubricant is a must. And I think also like when using like flavor lubricant, that also can help. And it's like an added little something spicy because sometimes people don't like, well, I don't like the taste or I don't like, you know, maybe like the scent. So you add a little flavor of lube to it. And then, you know, now you have something a little extra to add to the fun of you being down there. Yes, absolutely. You can you can change up flavors. You can add to the experience, and you then are not so focused on that that repetitive thought of I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. So it gives you something kind of break up that automatic thought and go, oh, okay, this is different. This is novel. Maybe I could get into this. Right. I agree. Totally. So when is your next courses? I know you've been talking about doing them once a month. I, I want everybody to get in on this because they need to see Leroy. <laughs> yeah, so I do public classes like once a, once a month. I might be doing them twice a month probably. I think I'm doing another class this month. I'm doing one tonight. So I'm probably going to do another one somewhere towards the end of May. But right now they're like once, twice a month. And then people can also go to my website and get a private class or so private class is um the minimum is five people total you and your friends or whomever or it could be more than five people. that's the minimum and it's on zoom i'm there with you guys and then we you know have fun i also do hands-on couple sessions where or basically it's a couple and i am basically step by step telling the giver how to give oral sex to the receiver. So step-by-step, step, we're, we're going different, we're going over different, different techniques, different positions, and I'm just walking them through it and seeing what works for that person that they're with. So yeah, those are how that works. 
what a cool service. I just think I'm like, I'm, I'm, I was just in my head. I'm planning. I was thinking about my girlfriends and I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. We're going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to book it and then we're going to make a plan and it's going to happen. And then they're going to be great at blowjobs. It's going to be fun. (laughs) Before we wrap up, I want to make sure I have a segment called ask Erica and I want to hear from you. What would you say is probably the most common questions? We were talking a little bit about this before we jumped on that you get in your DMs other than the, the dick pics that we randomly get. Like what are, the, what are the questions that you typically get that are, that are the most common? People want to know, like you said, are they normal? I get that a lot. People talk about different like, just, just, you know, I had a question the other day about, it was about a sex position or something. And, and the girl's like, well, you know, I, we tried this and this didn't happen. Like, is that normal? And I'm like, yes. You know, I think what, what, what happens with sex is because sex in general is just taboo in general and very private. So a lot of people don't really share their experiences. So when we, when we have something that's a little like off the wall, you know, like, oh, that happens. That normal. I know what it was. The girl wouldn't know her period was supposed to come on like a day or two before. If they were having sex in mid sex, her period came on, and she's like, "Was that normal?" Or you know, like, "What did?" And you know, and sometimes having orgasms if your period is like on the verge of coming on anyway, it can just trigger it for it to come a little, you know, a tad bit early. So I was like, "Yeah, that's very normal." <laughs> she's like, "Oh, really? Like, you know, that's normal." It's a lot of questions about is this normal? And the answer is typically, I think for for both of us is. Yes. <laughs> it's, it, it's pretty much all whatever you perceive to be normal is. And like, well, that, I think you just, you answered a really good question, even, even a small sub question, not a small one, but a, a sub question of that. Like a lot of people don't realize that it, like if you are a pregnant person, then one of the things they tell you at the end of your pregnancy, and if you're trying to start labor is to have sex because just like when you stimulate the uterus, if with a, any kind of toy or penis or whatever, you can start your period a little early or even start birth a little bit early because that's, those hormones work for us as, as vulva havers. So a right, beautiful job. I'm so glad you have been on this show today. You are just a joy. How do people find you in the world? So you find me, everything is the same name, Sex with Ashley, the website is called Sex with Ashley, Instagram is Sex with Ashley, Twitter is Sex with Ashley, and Facebook is Sex with Ashley. All matchy matchy. You just, that's just awesome. It's so easy. Everything will be in the show notes, folks. Thank you for joining us today. For having me. Of course, and we will see you all next time. Thanks for listening, folks. Please rate and review on iTunes. It helps this podcast get found. If you leave a five-star review, let me know about it on any social media, and I'll shout you out on the podcast. You can find my website at ericamiley.com. You can find me on Facebook, the Gram, and Twitter. See y'all next time.